This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by Mook Delivery, bringing you the food you love. Mook Delivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the result, you'll always be winning with Mook Delivery. So the only thing left to say is, Georgie, check for Dadsy, you in? Order now on the McDonald's app and you can also get rewards points delivered too. So the ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. <laughs> only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items. Delivery free in terms supply. See mcdonalds.com. Leicester City have a penalty kick in the sixth minute of injury time. Injury time. Injury time. Look out, takes. Almunia saves. Look out, follows in. Almunia saves again. And now Watford are on the counter attack. Forestieri. Oh, I don't believe this. Here's Hawk. Dini. I do not believe what I've just seen. Troy Dini has scored from a Leicester penalty that was saved by Almunia. Do not scratch your eyes. Do not scratch your eyes. Do not scratch your eyes. Hello, you're listening to the Do Not Scratch Your Eyes podcast. I'm Justin. I'm Carl. And I'm Peter. And joining us for the opposition view, Cozy from the And He Takes That Chance podcast. Hello, mate. How are you? Well, good. I bet you didn't think you'd see me again on this foot last time. We were in <laughs> the League One and then some guy called Mr. Neil Warnock arrived and yeah, Wow, what happened to him? He's, um, <laughs> he's, he's supposed to be going to QPR, isn't he? Oh, for his no, it's been, it, it been knocked off now. He's uh, oh, is it? Second, second favourite. Yeah, there's there's someone um, by the interviewing. Yeah. Never mind. Never mind. Well, yeah, absolutely. Not in Holloway about 15th time, is it? No, <laughs> no, no, no. God, no. <laughs> no, probably not. Anyway, enough of QPR and such nonsense. Let's talk about Huddersfield Town, most importantly. You're quite right, because the last time we spoke to you, we went, oh, you've got Neil Warnock. And you went, I feel like we've got half a chance of staying up and of course came to Watford we did our bit for your survival <laughs> campaign which is always important and you did you stayed up and joy unbridled and and all of that and I did at the start of this season when we did our preview podcast I asked Mr Benjamin Bloom for he looks after the championship in terms of knowledge and and such things I said is Neil Warnock going to take him in at the top six and he went they've not backed him he just didn't feel that the club had backed him. What's the take on the season so far? Did they back him? How is Warnock considered up until his departure? And then what are we all thinking of Darren Moore now? Wow, there's so much to unpick there. No, it's the answer to the backing, but it was a bit of a strange one, really. So we got a new ownership in Kevin Nagel, an American owner, but it, the takeover went through really close to the window. Yeah. Uh, which didn't give us much chance. And, and at that time, we, we'd moved our director of football aside and, and our CEO had gone and so Dean all had been a long-serving owner. So we were recruiting our management team above the football team, so to speak. And I think the first bit of business he did was get Neil Warnock, which I think we all thought we were going to stay till for another season, but I'll come on to that in a minute. So mm-hmm. 
Yeah, and uh, there's a lot of talk, as well, which I can't get my head around, really, because I don't, I don't understand much about what it's not FFP. What's it called? FF? What's the other thing? Oh, it's... We, yeah, we're both it's, it's normally FFS. It's still financial fair play, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it, it is in, in effect. But, yeah, it just, yeah, and that's been chucked in. But, yeah, the bottom line is, wow, the window was a shambles, to be honest with you. We're paying for it massively now. Neil Warnock called Kevin Nagel out in his a press conference, which was, a, and then announced his departure, or the club announced his departure the week after, which everyone played down. But for me, I think there's a lot more to it than just that. Kevin Nagel's kind of a, he's almost like a Donald Trump kind of figure. Plenty to say, not backwards and coming forwards, quite a character. And obviously we know what Neil Warnock's like. So I think there's no doubt in my mind there was a big clash there. But the season started really poor for Huddersfield. Uh, we had some hard fixtures, to be fair. We had Norwich when they were doing well. Mm-hmm. Plymouth, first game of the season, obviously they were on high, they beat us. And Leicester, where we played really well, actually, but we got beat. And we had a really tricky start, but... To be fair, Warnock, had, we beat him rather him at home, but I suppose doesn't anyone have to see Chiffer Wednesday beat him uh, yesterday. We got a good win at West Brom the week before, and things were turning, albeit with a really low-budget, limited squad. But Warnock said on one of the press conferences that Kevin Nagel's he's obviously in America most of the time, so he's got an active, what do you call it, an X account now, don't you? But, and he said something like that they weren't good enough. I can't remember who we'd lost to, but not good enough, or something like that. Worse yeah. that, effect, right after the kickoff, real emotional kind of thing and I thought here we go and Warnock's going to not stand for that so anyway they did he did the press conference for the game coming week after and no one really asked him about it and he said before you go he said Kevin that, that tweet about not and then basically he just said it would, how disappointed with me to read in the papers about these four players that we were supposed to be getting all of a sudden ripping it upwards to that effect for the other teams as well which basically was saying I wanted these four or five guys in and they weren't brought in so he, he was replying to the tweet obviously not up at all kind of the finger were pointed and yeah, it was really strange. And then the line's been trotted out with the club is was that the arrangement was that once we found, because obviously the new CEO director, but once they got their man to take the club forward, then Warnock was always going to step aside. But really strange one because like Warnock announced his departure and the club did. So his last game was stuck on a Wednesday night. We got a bit emotional too. He came onto the pitch and, and what have you, and everyone's like applauding and everyone's thinking, right, because it was international break, who are we going to get? And then it was kept, normally you'd, you'd know what's going on, so stuff gets leaked, but we didn't. And then all of a sudden, it's like, our oh, man is Dallin Moore. Now, no offence to Dallin Moore, but he's not exactly the guy who's like, get in there, Dallin Moore. And obviously, everyone else is like, well, hang on a minute. We could have had one up to the end of the season, pretty much guaranteed safety, you would have said. Yeah. And we've got Dallin Moore in, so a lot of who are about it. But again, results shut people up and the results have been awful. We've won, I think it's one in seven. We've been beaten by four goals three times with more. But in defence to Dan Ball, the squad is awful. Quite, I've done quite a few of these podcasts with other people and they've said rightly that they looked at Huddersfield's squad and apart from maybe Rotherham, and maybe even that's a debate, it's probably the weakest squad in the division. So exactly what you said there, Pete, not backed. But you know what? The fans are just not giving Dan more any time whatsoever. Some of the chance on Saturday were absolute vitriol and I always felt the Leeds was a big game for us because obviously a local derby. You don't want to be humiliated in that. And no, definitely not. We, we, we beat QPR the week before at home and they should have got a draw in at least, I thought. They, we were very fortunate to win the game. It was a very ropey performance. Rangers should have definitely got a draw. But then midweek game we played against Cardiff, you're thinking, okay, we weren't great, but we got the win like all good, supposedly good teams when they're not playing well, they get the win. And Cardiff were a disgrace. Last Tuesday, we, were, we got beat by four goals to nil. Absolutely appalling. And, we were behind after two minutes and, and just folded like a pack of cards. And so going into that derby was 
you know, not ideal on the back of that. The crowd like ooh and him. Full Villa's allocation was a bit of a song and dance over the ticket prices and what have you. But we took 3,000 there. All my days Saturday was as bad as you will get. Granted against a team that's got Bamford and Noto on the bench and we've got like Kyle Ludlin from Solly Old Moors and just a bunch of kids. We've got a, quite a lot of injuries, but I, th- I think our first eleven's not too bad, but the injuries are ripping in and then the backups are awful. 4 nil down, guys, like at half time. We were saying like in a concourse and, and pretty much, honestly, I would say, it's hard to put a finger on it, but maybe a thousand people had gone on at halftime. It was oh, incredible. Man. I've never oh, seen wow. anything like it. Obviously, lunchtime kickoff, I think people thought, right, let's get back on the jink. And then the second half, some of the chance against Dada Moore were unbelievable. This guy's only had, I think it was his seventh game. Football is shit. Dada Moore, Leeds fans were like, right, winding up. Gadaran give us away. Honestly, it was unbelievable. And after the game, which again, I, I get like, it's, it's an hard job and you know, horrendous squad team you had to play. We, I don't think he helped at all. We, we were very open on the day. Leeds were ripping into us. Anyone who's like done their homework with kind of Leeds have said, look, just sit in there, frustrate them and you might have a chance of nicking something. But, we were unbelievable. We were like, this first goal, it's like being the, the EFL keep tweeting it out. It was like an example of counter-town play. We were naive to say least. We were taking a long throw in. We are probably the biggest right back, the most overweight right back that, that is in football at the moment. Throws it, centre-backs have gone forward and then basically it's like a three-on-one and we and we score and the confidence just went all about the team. Oh. And 4-0, honestly, I thought at half-time it could be 7-8-9. Honestly, it was that bad. And luckily, Leeds took, put the cue back on the rack and we managed to scramble it. Oh, but, <laughs> but at the end, which was an interesting one, but you know what I get? is an high-pressure environment. People are generally your football shit. He's only been there seven games. He inherited a, a, a woeful squad. But you come and clap your away fans. You stomp straight down the tunnel. And for me, I lost a bit of respect yeah. for him uh, after that because he keeps going about leadership on his press conference. He's a good speaker, Darren Moore, as you've heard. As heard but. Yeah. So, yeah, nightmare. And... Honestly, uh, the injured players don't think we'll get anyone back for Saturday. Uh, the Watford Hudson legend, Jonathan Ogg, banned. Uh, he was the only guy who put in a tackle and he nearly put two foot at someone. And, uh, luckily oh, Cozy, you're, you're than cheering me up in this podcast because I've got mad yeah. today and you're, yeah. you're cheering me up. You are listening to the Do Not Scratch Your Eyes podcast. I find this illogical. <clears throat> obviously, you, you've turned a little bit of a corner from the results-wise. Obviously, you'll know more about the performances, but... Ooh, he's, he's going to be really toxic on Saturday at Huddersfield. And before, I was thinking this was a fixture that you've got rather more, obviously, uh, afterwards as well. So it's a great chance for you to get, really get away from that bomb. But, yeah. but, so, and, and, so, so in one, essence, it, it's not very good, is what you're trying no. to say. <laughs> <laughs> no, the trouble is just it's really... The last six minutes, it's not very apart, good. Apart from one season, when it, it was an incredible, like almost like freak season when Carlos Corberan yeah, it was on my TV tonight. West Brom got nearly provided a miracle, really, to get us in the playoff final. He's pretty much been losing football season after season. We we crashed out of the Premier League the second season. He were a bit embarrassing. I think we got about 18, 20 points, something. We should have gone down straight away afterwards. Danny Cali did a great rescue act. Mm-hmm. Then another poor season. Uh, and pretty much, he's just losing football. We've never really challenged. And last season, obviously, we, it looked like we were totally finished. Horrendous managerial appointments until Neil Warnock bailed us out. And you're thinking a new ownership, new clean slate, and all this like fresh start. And yeah, so the big, I, I must admit, from the outside looking, it must be like, how come they've got rid of one? Because Marty did a great job. And at the time, I'm thinking, it's a brave move. It was one I applauded, thinking he's got, because it's all about January. It's like, he must have something up his sleeve, surely. Managers. Yeah. And I'm thinking, but, but 
ultimately, it's, you're going to look an absolute idiot, aren't you? If you're going to bin off Warnock, it relieves, relief Carl to hear that, what you said there about, sounds like someone else jumped to the front of the QPR queue because, honestly, we were just saying last night on our podcast, yeah, like, yeah. just written in the stars, Warnock gets one over Kevin Nagel, QPR still, because their squad, mate, honestly, we played them last week, I still can't believe they are where they are. Got the list chair, they were just like absolutely destroyed us, mate. How they didn't get yeah, a job. They're, 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 they're a team that's struggling, but I, from, from the outside looking in, it's, it seems to me that obviously Darren Moore's had his problems at Sheffield Wednesday, We've got which yeah. is a, a bit of a barn cake place anyway. It's, it's fruit and nut there, and then he's what? come straight, he's come straight out of that front. Don't worry, I know what I mean. What? It's just not. <laughs> But trust me, any time that Carl speaks to anybody basically north of about Northampton, he starts using northern colloquialisms like bomb yeah, cake. Trying yeah, to, they're trying they're to fit in. They're, yeah. they're my people, Justin. They're my people. Well, don't go into that. We ain't got time. Carry we on. We ain't Carl. got time. So, yeah, so, so Darren Moore's obviously left Sheffield Wednesday under a bit of a cloud. He's now gone in, into Huddersfield and it just seems that he's gone from one shitstorm in, into another by the yeah, sounds of it. Very much. Yeah, just you've got an owner there who is an American. He owns Sacramento Republic, so they're not even like an MLS team. They're second tier down. Yeah. And they're doing well, but it's almost like it's hard because he's only been there for two, three months. He's trying to work out English football. And but a lot of people are really worried because it's like, is this guy, does he know what he's doing? And obviously he's brought in a bit of experience. We've got uh, Matt Cartwright, who's signing. He used to be at Stoke, but CEO there. So and a guy called Jake Edwards, who I don't know if you remember, he used to be a striker, but he yeah. was like working for the American league the equivalent to the EFL up down there as well it's almost so there's a lot of people really that don't know a lot about the championship and obviously that is why Neil Warnock was given yeah yes we can trust you especially you, but the he performance wrote the, he wrote really the book he, he produced the t-shirt wore the t-shirt knows the championship better than anybody else so I, what I think is, is lovely and I'm not going to say naive because Watford fans have, have seen about 20 managers be released and then yeah. with the hope of oh the owner's clearly got something up his sleeve. Mm-hmm. Oh, no, there isn't. Yeah. No, we've been there, mate. Yeah. We appreciate how it feels. It's, it's an awkward one, mate, because, like, honestly, I, we were saying last night, I know it's, it's ridiculous, seven games in, you haven't even had a chance window. It's a totally different style of play, more wants to play, obviously, to Warnock, so that's got to embed in. But he's lost the fans already. It's really, it's a bit of an, I'm not sure if he'll get them back. It's a real difficult, I think even a scrappy win against you. On Saturday, I don't think it gets many on side. There's so many people I know I can't be asked to go and this, that. But obviously... You know what it's like if you lost it, if you were 4 0 down at Luton at half time, you'd be, oh, mate, be yeah. well on, wouldn't yeah. But and, and it's like, but obviously, comparing apples and pears, I like Leeds' squad, they brought on Noto and Bamford, and it's ridiculous, really. But the least you expect him is well organized, and we were nothing like that. It was just incredible. They were ripping through us at will, and thank God Bark had a word with him the second half. Like, I mean, just ease off these guys, but yeah, then we scrambled to go back. But yeah, it's a tough, it's a really tough gig on the field at the moment, mate, because January is a long way off. There's a lot of football to be played and you just wonder, Sheffield Wednesday, is that going to set them on a run? Is it just a freak? It's obviously rather than, but, and, and I'm looking at QPR thinking, I think they've got, if they get the right manager, I think they'll be fine. So I'm thinking, who can we drag down there when I'm looking above? And mm. honestly, it could be, what? An, can you imagine that though? Like you've sacked Neil Warnock and then the guy you've got in, but, no, there's obviously there's, the window is big for Huddersfield. It, it, it was a disastrous one. We haven't got we haven't got a striker worth the name to be honest at the moment. Well, you're, Jordan you're, Rhodes, your top sent to Blackpool. Yeah, yeah. Your, your top scorer is Helic at the yeah, back. Yeah, a centre back. Yeah, and, yeah. And, and and you talk about <laughs> being being really open. It, it, are you playing five at the back at the moment, or what kind of shape it, are you playing under more? Yeah, it keeps changing. It mostly is a five at the back. It has been. And, change it to four at back, but I think ultimately you've got to have good players in those positions, and I think as fullbacks are, are, are 
really poor. Wow, some of the footage from Saturday, but like I said, that Tom Edwards, that the right backer. But he made four changes at halftime against Cardiff, two changes on Saturday because the bench was so weak. It's like he's obviously scratching and struggling. I, I don't think I think he's a bit underestimated the uh, the position, but obviously Kevin Nagels, this is our man, and he says the time has come. We have our man. We're almost and you push Warnock aside for this, so the pressure is on massively. Uh-huh. Nagel and, and Darren Moore and. Yeah, honestly, it's uh, it's such a kind of a crunch game even now against you guys on, on Saturday. Well, like you say, turned a bit of corner because it will not take anything at all for the fans to be on the backs, the teams are backs. Honestly, mate, they're out of love with the team. And if you can get an early goal or bomb forward and, and play possession football, it's honestly, it's, it's, yeah. It's, the trouble is it's just like following Alex Ferguson, mate. David Moyes, like, it had no chance. One looks like Alex Ferguson at Udersfield, mate. Two yeah. incredible jobs. The guy's a legend. And I think whoever got went in there was always going to get it because everyone's going to, all you ever hear, were chanting one nil Warnock, loud. It's just like, and then obviously Leeds, you left because shit and all that. But it's just like, people are, <laughs> anytime the club posts anything out, mate, like ticket news or everything, people are just steaming in with absolute, but it's only terrible. kind of results are going to start turning it around. But we're looking a lot of this sounds that. familiar but it sounds a lot worse where you are. Mm. We thought we had some woes, but it sounds like you've got it really bad there. So no one wants their club to be going through that. I feel very sorry for you. Really genuinely I feel sorry for Darren Moore, really, mate, because he's a good guy, an honest man. He's an edited weak squad. He's the windows. That January, I don't want to wish my life away. I don't want Christmas come too much. I haven't got any <laughs> presents yet, but it's like that... that it need, the, the window needs to be tomorrow for Russell Town, and they need to bring in a central midfielder who, are, who can, like a ball player, experience, centre mid, an attacking player. The, one of the biggest reasons I think they, they want to got moved aside, because I don't think it were amicable, we didn't get any Premier League loans. No no one wanted to send their, their youngsters under Neil Warnock, and you can see why, can't you, really? Yeah. So that, that really ended us where, when Corbyn were in charge, we had some cracking loans. Levi Colwell, obviously. England international yeah. now and Neil Smith-Rowe before and Danny Cowley. So we've always been good with his loans, but no one coming in. I think it's vital for championship clubs like ours who's not going to be spending big money. You, you need to get them in. And, and then now you're thinking, wow, who's going to want to come in to that in January for like, or like bottom three? But yeah, that, I think that would a big thing about more developing players and stuff. But it's, yeah, you just, I don't expect, I just, it's early days, but I don't expect a bit more organisation a bit. It's hard to see his philosophy really, but... It's yeah. I just think Saturday needed even a strong, even to lose two one, but to be four down at half time and people going home. Like I'd say, it must have been a thousand plus people going. It was incredible. Never seen anything like that ever at Huddersfield before. Well, in, under normal circumstances, I'd be saying three three words for you. Watford's back four. But at the moment, we, we're four matches unbeaten, and we are actually, I think, hearing what you say. I'm going to say it. Be careful what you wish for. Some people will know what I mean there. Here we've yeah. actually stuck for more than a calendar month with the same manager. And and yet yeah. it hasn't been great. It's been very meh in many ways. But it does feel like it's pulling in the right direction. But yeah. there we go. Hi, this is Derek Payne. And you are listening to Do Not Scratch Your Eyes podcast. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. 
plushcare.com slash weight loss. Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximize your home ground advantage with McDelivery. You in? Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus. Serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Right. Well, look, we will look forward to seeing that on Saturday. Yeah, nice positive uh, vibes from other shield guys. <laughs> a- absolutely. Well, what we're going to get to is you will remember last season when we did the the Do Not Scratch Your Eyes Prediction League. Well, this time yeah. it's now. It's the DNSYE Completely Rubbish Prediction League. No, God, please, no, no. It's got no better. It's got considerably (laughs) worse. Here is the league table as we look. The EFL. Cosy, this is a league table of which you are top. You are playing for the EFL. How could I not show you this? Yeah, last week the EFL went for a Desmond 2-2 and it ended up 2-2. Jarvis Cocker Spaniel, all of those who will remember, got a got an excuse letter in very late. So he had a point deduction despite being a dog. So he's only up to 10. <laughs> he's only got 10 points. I insisted on that. You did. You, you rather played <laughs> off of that one. 1-1, one, one, which is his own prediction. You cannot predict 1-1 one, one this season, Cosy. But you will see that we've also got artificial stupidity. That has drawn 3-1 to Huddersfield. Okay, that's a completely random draw, and it's there. That's fine. Now, what we're going to do is going to go over and have a look at a couple of those team names that you may have seen there. I may have mentioned Jarvis Cocker Spaniel, and he missed last week, but fortunately, here he is. So it's Huddersfield against Watford this week, buddy boy, and you were given a points deduction on the Millwall game. Want to make a comment about that? No? Okay, no worries. So I was struggling to find anyone famous from Huddersfield, band-wise. All I could find really was Jodie Whittaker, Doctor Who fame, hence the music. And the late, great Elvis himself, Frankie Wertho, started his playing career for Huddersfield Town. Straight away, this is this one was Huddersfield, this one went third. Huddersfield three, not a great start. Hold on. Let me just pick a few of these up, mate, because you've knocked them all over. Right, we need a Watford one, mate. Which one are you going for? <laughs> Choose one. Anyway, right, this is Watford. He's, he's, he's keen on this one. Watford three. Hold on. So we've got, we've got Huddersfield three. Watford three. There you go. Good lad. Will, have, will we take a draw at Huddersfield? Why not? <laughs> So when we said it's got no better, I, you can I see what I mean. <laughs> He's gone. Yeah, he looks as he looks in shock. Cozy, <laughs> <laughs> hello. Mate, we we had scored three all season, but I'll, t- no. <laughs> I'll take that all day long. We we not scored three in a game all year, man. Well, yeah. all, all I'm going to say is that dog only joined the league for game four, <laughs> right? And he's currently sitting two points above Carlos. I'm just saying, I'm just saying, Carl. No, don't take it personally. I appreciate you might. So what we have is three all, three all from uh, from <laughs> from good old Jarvis Cocker Spaniel. Now, one of the other ones you will have seen down the bottom there, and that's down the bottom just above Carlos because backgammon is on alphabetical order just slightly ahead, is JP. JP is, is John Parslow. And John Parslow has been known to basically go out and do some very strange things, basically utilising backgammon to see whether or not he could beat Carl or Justin. And here his is. 
Predictions League, and it's Huddersfield v Watford, and we're at the Terriers training ground just to see how they're preparing for the big game this Saturday. Well, the John Smith Stadium is a magnificent structure, and as we approach the pitch, we can see that the dice are ready. But what's this? Ah, oh, here's Hog. And remember, boys, if you want to donate, there's the address. So let's get ready for the game. Dice are ready. Let's go. Huddersfield to go first. And it's four minus two to Huddersfield. And that's two. Can Watford keep a good winning run going? And it's six minus three to Watford. So that's Huddersfield two, Watford three. Get in. There you go. I think he got fixated by facing doggy, the Terriers. He went all dog themed. Very doggy feel about yeah, it. Yeah, he's been taken the isn't he? The dog's trust. Is that yeah. Florence and the Machine playing? I'm not very that sure. That was Dog Days are over by Florence and the Machine. Yeah. Absolutely. Are we doing? Are we doing this because I insisted that the dog was deducted a point? It may be a retaliation <laughs> about you insisting that the dog gets get a point deduction. So there we go. We've got we got two three to Watford. We have got three all. Uh, we've got three one to Huddersfield, and there is one all that you cannot forecast. But, Cosy, what do you think the result's going to be Saturday at up at Huddersfield? What's the score going to be? Yeah, I think yeah, I think win two one guys. Uh, we've not none of them injured players that we need back. Kazuma, Rod, obviously Alt's band. Yeah, it's confidence is rock bottom. You never know, dear. But yeah, it's a massive. Challenge for Dad and Mark. I wish we would have waited to be honest, like we were last year. Now, when we came to you, uh, the boot was on the other foot, but yeah, there you go. Bit of cleaning in the background. Guys. Oh, and, there uh, she is. Can we <laughs> wave to her? Every time we get to speak to Cosy, there's always a cleaner in the background. Yeah, we're gonna clean up 2 1. Right, yeah, I think. No, honestly, mate, it's think the wars will continue. Hopefully, I think I can't remember what I said last time. And come down to your place, but yeah, I don't think I said free to us for that. Well, when you came down to us last time, was that not the match where Backman? Yeah, your keeper just like absolute brainstorm. Brain yeah, fire, so we had yeah, yeah. we had sending offs and we had all <laughs> towards the end. It was Easter yeah. Good Friday, I think. It was a shit game. It, it was Friday for us. Yeah. It, it was because yeah. uh, you predicted one-one. Justin, you predicted nil. Carlos went 2-1 for Watford. Nobody scored any points because, of course, it was 3-2 to the Terriers. But there mm. we are. So getting back to uh, the game on Saturday and, of course, this season, let's turn to Carlos, who is just below Justin <laughs> by about an entire league. What do you think the result's going to be Saturday at way at Huddersfield? And are you going? You know, I'm in Tenerife, so I won't be travelling up there. But I really don't like this game. I will say Watford 3, Huddersfield 1. He's going 3-1 Watford. Excellent. Right, so, Justin, final person to uh, to, to call. After listening to Cosy Days, it's going to be a Watford win, isn't it? Which is... You've done it now. <laughs> yeah, I know. I know. <laughs> so, I don't know. Are we going to score three? I don't know. When did we last score more than two goals in a game? I'd have to think hard about... Probably QPR, isn't it? Opening game of the season when we scored four. Have we yeah, scored four. Anywhere yeah, near yeah. that since... No, so high score. I've got your stats at West Brom. It was at home. 2-2. Two, two, you two with them. Right. 
Okay, so yeah, I, I think we might get one. So let's go one nil to Watford. One nil to Watford. So we've got the EFL through Cozy. Thank you very much. So sitting top of the league, I'm gone two one. Justin's gone one nil. So both both at the top of the table expecting one goal difference. One one has gone one one as is is its normal manner. Carl is going three one to Watford with a peak of kind of positivity, mainly because he's going to be in Tenerife. John has gone, well, the dice have gone for 3-2. The dog has gone 3-3. And the random draw has gone 3-1 to the Terriers. We will see what happens. Points will be allocated. Scratch your eyes. You do not. Rubbish this prediction league is. Marvellous. Right. Well, I think we've done that with a, a few minutes to spare there, Cozzy. So we've managed to get all that in before you have to Perfect. disagree. Yeah. Yeah. Assuming you're going on, on Saturday day, while you, Cosy, you're going. Good. So I'm going to Portugal a bit of a football weekend. So going to the sunny parts of I, Europe. I, well, it's not I sunny. Can, I can only assume that you share my love for the sun, Cosy. No, well, the weather forecast is atrocious. But hang on, where, where are we going? Friday, FC Porto Friday. They're at home to the mighty nice. Estoril. I wonder who win that Porto or Estoril? Ooh. Braga. Against Bovis awesome. on Saturday night, the big game. Ooh. That Braga ground looks a bit. Braga's, yeah, I've been to Braga. Yeah. But it's with yeah. the cliff. The cliff yeah. in it. Yeah, yeah. And awesome. Then Sunday, the Rio Ave, where that Mourinho's dad used to manage there, Carlos Carvalho used to manage there, and Jan Oblak used to play there. They're at home too. I don't know the pain there's someone ending Enze or something, but yeah, just I've never been to Portugal before, so I always do Spain football trips or Germany. So it's, yeah, it's, but I'll be watching on iFollow. Legally and all nice. for change, so all good, man. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, there, there is that bit in. there was there is a manager who's currently in the Premier League, had been with Watford, who was manager at Estoril. Any guesses? Marco Silva. Oh, Marco, Marco Silva. Silva, absolutely. Wow. That's, wow, that's, wow, what, wow. that's where he started before before he got his big break and moved to Hull. <laughs> they went to Olympiacos and various other places yeah. first. But there you go. There you go. Marvellous. Fantastic. Right. Well, have right. a great weekend, both yeah, of you two. Guys. And, and we'll stay here and watch the football domestically. The weather's going to be great, I've heard, yeah, so enjoy, man. All right, well, we better say goodbye formally then. So uh, before we do, though, Peter, the uh, home fixture, the reverse fixture is on... It is in March, right. and it is on the the part of March that is the 24th of February. Oh, okay. There you go. So once again, okay, we'll... buying myself a bit of time, going, oh, shit, I've got to do that again. <laughs> so uh, we will catch you then just before that, Cosy, hopefully. Yep. Uh, we'll do yeah, definitely, the... yeah. All right, yep. mate. We've we'll managed then as teams there. We've probably got two new managers by then. And, uh, well, we <laughs> may too. Who knows? Yeah. Who knows? This whole role yeah, reversal guys, thing is yourself. very strange. I've enjoyed it. Cheers, guys. Yeah. Cheers, Cosy. Thank you, sir. Much appreciated. It's the 90th minute. All your mates around, you've got your McNuggets share boxes ready to go. Your mates already got booked for double dipping and you steal the last nugget, snatching all three points. Perfect. Order McDelivery now on the McDonald's app. You in? <whistles> At participating restaurants, 18 plus. Serving times, delivery free in terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. This Mother's Day, treat mom to healthy, glowing skin with Osea's limited edition skincare sets. Osea has been making clean, seaweed-infused products for nearly 30 years. Their advanced eye care duo brightens and firms skin around your eyes, while the Golden Glow Body Trio nourishes and smooths skin all over. 
Go to OSEAMalibu.com and use code MOM for 10% off your first order site-wide. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.